Hi everyone, I'm Maggie. And I'm Alex. And this is Socially Course. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film and marriage. Yay! So, we've previously talked about um, reboots in a very, 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 very negative way. It's mainly don't. because they're all garbage. <sighs> yes, Alex is in his, one of his negative moods, so to excuse us. Um, but we talked about them in a negative way uh, in terms of films and TV shows where we feel that the creators of these have no imagination whatsoever and are just trying to make money by revamping old ideas and literally just redoing them. Not even trying that much to build up on them or like do, do sequels or anything. No, no, no. They're just straight up ripping them off. Yeah. But can you not? I'm not doing anything. You're being all me. 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 So, Alex made the right point of there seems to also be a lot of video game reboots coming out recently. But with video games, is that necessarily a negative thing? And I'm going to let Alex take it from here. No, it's not. Good. So, thank you very much for listening. I've been Alex. (laughs) I'm Maggie. No, I, I... I mean, as far as reboots go, I think video games are, you know, fairly safe to do reboots of. Like, it's still quite, you know, symbolic of, yeah, these people just don't have the imagination or creativity to come up with new games. So what they do instead is reboot old video games. Um, Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, yeah, so there is an element of that to rebooting video games, but I think it's less harmful because the video game reboots, the main ones that we've seen so far, like um, like Crash Bandicoot, obviously, was uh, the, the biggest one that came out recently, and obviously they're doing a Spyro remake and uh, the, the first StarCraft game reboot that they did, mm-hmm. uh, where they updated the graphics. That was hugely popular as well. Mm. Um and they've now made the original free to play, which is pretty cool. Um, of, you know, just totally free, actually. Um, I don't think it's as harmful as film reboots, um, because you can't really do anything with a video game reboot other than update the graphics. Whereas when people do a film or TV show reboot, they always try to put their own personal spin on it. But people seem to understand that you just you can't do that with video games because you. You just piss people off. Mm. I mean, you piss people off doing it with TV and you know, film uh, reboots as much as it is anyway. So, um, but I, I mean, I, I don't think I think video game reboots are fairly harmless. Like I say, you can't really do anything with them. Comparing the new and old, well, the rebooted and the old Crash Bandicoot side by side, I think they would be pretty much identical, mm. just better graphics, which is what you know. It's what a lot of people want. I would love that for certain video games. But is it not still kind of money grabby in terms of they're Absolutely. still charging That's what full I mean. price? It's, it's still the same as doing TV and video game reboots. It's money grabby because it's nostalgic and, you know, we're, everyone's a sucker for nostalgia. You know, I'm considering, I, I considered buying a PS4 just so I could play the, the Crash Bandicoot. Yes, you did. Remake. And that, that so, is another reason why exactly. they might be doing it, is promoting new consoles by giving you old familiar games that you can only play on that console. Exactly. Um, and like I say, it, it, is a, it is still a massive cop-out, but at the end of the day, they can't really, I feel like anyway, they can't really do much to video games. When well, they reboot them, apart from just updating the graphics, they yeah. don't—they can't change the story, no, uh, or anything like that. Other, 
well, it's, it's a reboot, like uh, the new Tomb Raider, for example. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. That's the, not really the, a reboot, though, is it? Well, it... it really close? It, it might... I would I hesitate to call it a remake, because obviously it's they've changed the story somewhat. And if you like can that. hear a kind of ocean sound, that is the cat currently deciding that this is a good time to snuggle. This is cuddle time now. Um, yeah, so with, like, yeah, like I say, the, the Tomb Raider games that they've put out lately that are getting increasingly darker and things like that um that's another thing with games like crush bandicoot and things like that you can't make them like dark and grungy because it just wouldn't work that's true suddenly crush bandicoot has like two knives that he's spinning around with or something like that like it just you know it wouldn't work the, i mean the, the would new... it not work though <laughs> i mean i'd play it um you i'm would. sure there's a mod out there that you can do that with that's to be true. fair um but with the new tomb raider games like i say just using that as an example um they obviously have tried to make it quite dark and gritty and yeah. more quote unquote realistic. Um, oh, that was a click and a half. Oh, this cat. He's just, he wants your love. But I don't know. I mean, what, what games did you play as a kid? Because I know you didn't play as many. I really didn't play that many. Tomb Raider was one of them. Yeah. And I never actually managed to get through the <laughs> missions enough because I got scared every time the tiger jumped out at me. So sure. basically my life was playing in the mansion and my dad playing the rest of the game and I'm me just watching him. Hence mm. where I got my love of watching other people play mm-hmm. video, video games for some reason. Um, and we also, as part of the Tomb Raider that we bought, we also got a Half-Life 2 preview. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I managed to get through like the first bit of half-life 2 as well in my life which is you know thrilling i reckon i should get you to replay half-life i don't know um and then we had the one like big introduction that i had to gaming was crash bandicoot Mm. and actually it was on the um on the tv there used to be a program where you would be able to dial in like literally (laughs) call in with your phone and then use your phone as the controls for Crash Bandicoot. The cool. only thing was they had a set speed of Crash so mm. you couldn't actually control whether he stopped or not. So a lot of people got <laughs> messed up on that. And also the delay. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, yeah. You pressing the button on your end and then that signal traveling through and telling them that that's the t- t- tone that it is. Therefore, that means go right. But it was quite sophisticated in a sense because, mm. you know, it still meant that people could literally play that without a console. And yeah, I never yeah. I never owned a console. Literally yeah. never. The only co- okay, the only console I owned was Game Boy Advance. Yeah. That was yeah, that was my jam, and I had Super Mario on it. But that's about it, really, actually. Mm. And then the next introduction I had was Skyrim. Skyrim. Da, da, da. Yeah. So I actually didn't have that many video games as a kid, as far as I remember. Those are the ones I remember. There might have been ones that I forgot about, but realistically, I mean, I used to be obsessed with home design software <laughs> obsessed my dad used to literally buy me those like it was great like we got the dvd and you plugged it in and it was like you got to design the house that was my jam it still is your jam still is my jam it's basically sims but sims is too like no doesn't do it for me sims doesn't do it for me what really does it for me is like a proper home design software that's buggy it's great so that was my jam. So bizarre. So if they revamp home design software, I'm off for that. <laughs> they are farming simulators, so you never know what they're going to... I mean, please, please, if anybody's listening out there, 
please make me a good home design software where like maybe maybe ikea have apis and like other furniture stores have apis where you can plug into it and and have their furniture in the software please somebody do this just use because, the ikea no because ikea planner is terrible that's what i mean like you import the furniture but don't import their software it's terrible like can you build something for me like that anybody listening out there please build it for me <laughs> Because I will be forever grateful. Oh, you can build a better game. Yeah, you know, just throwing it out there. Don't um, diss my game preferences. I'm not dissing. I'm just saying there are better things to be focusing on right now. Yeah, but the things that you find enjoyable aren't things that I find enjoyable all the time. It's because you're wrong. It's because you're wrong. You're wrong. Don't know what you get about real-time strategy games. They, they're great. No, they're not. They really are. So boring. They've helped me learn so many things, like. My like how to spend hours on a computer? My hand-eye coordination is greatly improved. My reaction times are greatly improved. My strategic thinking is greatly improved. You still don't have a driver's license. Doesn't matter. I could have one is the point. No, you couldn't. I could. I just I don't want to spend that much money. It's like, why? Um, but, yeah. Back on topic. I was on topic. Rather than Maggie just slagging me off. I um, was on topic. You were all mean to me. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Game remasters i would call them over reboots yeah because like i say the new tomb raiders were reboots whereas the new crash bandicoot is a remaster because that's true it's the original game just updated graphics which is yeah. what it's what a lot of people want yeah um which i find a bit strange yeah i mean it, it's the, the thing is that... with these games that there is the nostalgia side of it yeah the thing that i don't find weird is the fact that people want to play those games yeah. on new consoles i understand yeah. that that you don't want to have to go out and buy a ps1 just to play crash or ps2 but at the same time, literally all it is is just improved graphics. And actually, wasn't there something said about like the new Crash Bandicoot, the controls being a little bit different? And not, not controls, but the, like, the way that it's Crash reacts. The, yeah, it's because obviously there was a, a delay or something, yes. wasn't there, in the original games? Yes. There was like a, a half a second, yes. know, less time than that. But, you know, there was like a millisecond delay. No, actually, in... there was less delay in the olden days. That's what I mean. So, yeah, the delay between you saying turn left and crash actually turning left is greater m- now milliseconds of difference but it does make all the difference yeah it's to do with like you know the the time that the command takes to travel between console uh between controller and console but it's also to do with like the, the refresh rate of the tv yeah um so basically old crt tvs were much better for playing yeah. games like crash bandicoot because they had better reaction times than yeah basically the it, new yeah, tvs it would react quicker Fun fact. Than, than new tvs um, which is why a lot of people struggle with it like they were, yeah. they were getting struck on these really simple levels that they managed to absolutely boss as a kid and it's because there was this millisecond of a different of, of a time difference and mm. it screwed everyone up yeah but i love that i love the idea of that this, this game that you were an absolute champ as a kid yeah. And you go to replay it now and you're like, smash this, be a piece of piss. And you end up dying. <laughs> I dodged that! I pressed left! God damn it! God damn it! Jump! Jump! No! God damn it! It's a jump! <laughs> yep. That sounds lot, familiar. There'll be a lot of that if I ever get crushed. Yeah. That <laughs> sounds very familiar. You know, they're doing Spyro yeah. now. They're doing a Spyro reboot. Obviously, piggybacking from the success of Crash. Yeah. So I imagine Crash will be... A catalyst for a lot more mm-hmm. <laughs> reboots and things like that, which, like I say, I'm fine with for the most part, depending on what game they are. Mm. Um, Blizzard remastered StarCraft recently, uh, the first one, uh-huh. um, and it's quite good because the graphics aren't like StarCraft Two graphics; they are essentially the original graphics, but like 
in HD. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing. You have to go and look at like side by side comparisons because it still looks quite old school. Yeah. But it's new compared to the old, like the original graphics. Um, that seems like a waste of time. It was really cool and it worked. A lot of people bought it. And, you know, they used it to re-up new tournaments and things like that. Mm. Because a lot of people are still playing StarCraft 1. Yeah. So they changed literally nothing about the game other than the graphics. Yeah. So everything still played the same. You build orders with the same things like that. It just looked better. Like Which everyone, obviously meant a, they didn't a lot of, lose the yeah, audience. A lot of people are still playing the original game, like I say, in multiplayer tournaments and things like that, because yeah. it's a great game. And it's like one of the first games that you could do that with. Mm-hmm. Um which is what Blizzard have a reputation for. Yeah. Um, I mean, they kind of formed the MMORPG genre. Exactly, yeah. I'm sure there was a, an, an indie game somewhere that did it first <laughs> before anybody comes for us in the comments, but they in terms of popularizing it into it, the mainstream. Yeah. It's like, World of Warcraft, boom. They did yeah. three successful Warcraft games yeah. with their own expansions and things like that, and it catapulted MMORPGs yeah. into what we know them for them now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, if there was no World of Warcraft, it would have taken... Probably a lot longer yeah. for MMOs to, you know, come out and be a thing. Um, they may be doing a Warcraft 3 remaster or Warcraft 4. Do not take my word on that. Um, we've talked about this in the previous episode, we so have. check that one out. But they... Um, They're being very mysterious about they it, are, to yeah, say the they, least. They hosted and they put out a new multiplayer patch, basically, for the first time in like, like 13 years or something stupid for Warcraft 3. Um so a lot of people are speculating that that's because they're yeah, planning so the, to... Yeah, so the host, they had like a big open tournament for it and things like that. An old school uh, Warcraft 3 multiplayer mm. came back and they were competing in the tournament and things like that. And everyone was like, oh, could it be Warcraft 4? Or could it be Warcraft 3 remaster? And um, I think I said it back then as well. I think with the, the release for the new World of Warcraft expansion, um, it won't be a Warcraft 4. Yeah, uh, no, I don't I, think so. I would love to see like a Warcraft 1, 2 and 3 reboot i think that would be amazing mm, <coughs> um like because, trilogy. yeah that's that's one of the things that really helped me understand the story of warcraft yeah was playing the games from one to three mm. um and obviously i didn't really pay attention to story back then i was like i just want to kill some orcs just let me get to the game um you i know well this is when i was younger like it wasn't Whoa. until i can't imagine a life where alex doesn't listen to the entire freaking cutscene. i know it, it wasn't until a few years before i met you that i started paying attention to the cutscenes. Unless you were playing the game through for the first time around, in no. which case you are going to... No. I saw you playing StarCraft 2 when it came out. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's a few years before that. That I was still playing new games and I was like, skip the cutscene, I just want to kill things. Like I never paid attention to the story. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is when you first got StarCraft 2, was it Legacy of the Void? And no, uh, it was uh, Wings of Liberty. Was it Wings of Liberty back then? It was Jesus. the first one, yeah. Um... And you literally just played it all through the weekend, so I doubt that you ever looked at the cutscenes because you're just going through. In my defense, that's because there was like a seven-year gap between StarCraft 1 and StarCraft 2, and I really love Blizzard, and I really love the story, and I was like, I I need to know what's happened. This nearly led to you dropping out of uni, I swear to God. I swear you were this close, like tiny bit close to dropping out of uni at that point. I could think of worse reasons. Um, I could think of much better reasons. They might be doing something with Warcraft. Obviously... There's the new God of War game. Yeah, that's true. Which is a good one, actually. Yeah, it looks awesome. That's another reason I'm thinking about buying a PS4. I know. Uh, I God haven't said damn no, this single to be fair. platform bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's something true. we'll talk about in another episode. Uh, fucking just. Just make, make everything multi platform. Uh, exactly. Like, Shush. Or 
like, someone like multiply make... your revenue streams this is what i well, don't yeah. get it's like why do people do this when they're limiting their revenue well stream? it's because instead of someone buying a, a new game for 50 quid which it is now which is like insane that is insane if they keep it just on the ps4 that's 200 quid for the console plus 50 quid for the game instead of just 50 quid for the game on a different console yeah but god of war isn't made by sony is it no but it's only available on the ps4 well yeah but well no this is what i mean like i don't know it's it's yeah it's a crazy thing um or someone should just make a console or machine that does all of them i mean to be fair isn't fortnite multi-platform a lot of games are most games are multi-platform yeah Um, because like most games aren't cross-platform as in People on the play. PC can play against people on so the Xbox. Isn't Fortnite one of those very popular games at the minute? Isn't that cross-platform? No. Um, there is one it's that I never, read about. It's never cross-platform. It might be between like Xbox and PlayStation. It never is with PC because I'm pretty sure PC players, for there. the most part, have the advantage in these things. I know, especially but... if they're if they're if they're you know half decent PC gamers, they're going to be better than someone using Xbox. I feel like before. I read an article that said that there's a game out there that is fully cross-platform. Might be, but I doubt it. Mm. Unless it, like a Minecraft or something like that, maybe. But anything that involves first-person shooter, then it, I'd highly doubt it will be. Google it. I feel like it's such like PC gamer elitism. It's like it's oh, we're not so that. good. It's, it's just that, that like if we play it against Xbox or PS4, we just crush them. Well, what do you have better control and better reaction with a mouse or a joystick? Depends on how often you practice with the joystick. Well, that doesn't matter though. If you pitch the best PC player, PC card mm-hmm. player in the world against the best mm-hmm. card mm-hmm. Xbox player, yeah, yeah, the yeah, PC, PC player gamers are the best. Me. You know what? Yeah, we are. Fuck the rest, you console noobs. Um, Says the man with the console. Yeah, but I still mainly play on the PC. I have like three games for the Xbox. I still mainly play on the console because I'm superior to you in every way. Um, so obviously they remastered Call of Duty Modern Warfare quite a while ago. Yeah. Um, that was they mainly did. to help sell <laughs> Infinity yep. Warfare, was it? Because it was a garbage game. Oh, so they, so they terrible. So they bundled they it. They had to incentivize people. And lots of people were really irritated about it because the only way you could get it when it first came out, was to buy Infinity Warfare, and everyone's like, no, I'm not. I'm no, not yeah, yeah. Give me the game. I'm not buying Infinity yeah, Warfare. That was great. Um, they are remastering Final Fantasy VII, which I think so far has been the most popular of all the Final Fantasy games. I think it's the yeah. only Final Fantasy game I've ever played through to the end. Mm. Um, nice. It was amazing. Um, so I think that, again, they're just remastering the graphics on that. Um, they are remastering... Shadow of the Colossus, The Last of Us, and Dark Souls. Um, it's games like that that I don't get yeah. why they're remastering. Because they were released, you know, this century. Like, yeah. <laughs> they were released this decade. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could just get away with not doing that for a while. Yeah, so Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite, I think, is fully cross-platform. That's so weird. Xbox, Switch, PS4, Android, iOS... Mac. Why isn't Windows on there? I guess Windows is the only one that's not on there. That's still crazy, though, because can you imagine someone playing on their phone against someone playing, like, on an Xbox? I know, right? That doesn't make any sense. Surely that's, like, a completely... 
know. Well, that's what I mean. This is why most things aren't usually cross-platform. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, well. Sorry. I just... Yeah. There's a massive table on Wikipedia, so I, yeah. that might be wrong information. Um, so but... anyway, long story short, they're remastering a bunch of games. Playing on the nostalgia thing, yes, it's a blatant cash grab because they don't have the imagination to come up with new video games. Blatant, yeah. Um... Or but to be fair, it's... to be fair, actually, to be fair to them, sorry, but I, I have to interject this. To be fair to them, gamers, I feel like, are so specific about the things they like that mm. there are games out there that are fresh and have new ideas, but gamers just like disregard them because they're not what they know. I feel like there there is a bit of that. Yeah, because there's like. I don't know, like games like Factorial, for example, well, yeah, something like it's, that it's that never take off. Games, that's the thing. Like that, that like literally, like people are like, no, I just want a first-person shooter, or no, I just want an RTS game. Like they don't well, really care about that like kind that. of stuff. That's why this. That's why Call of Duty could. That's why Activision could still make Call of Duty games. I know because there's people like, well, I've played Call of Duty my whole life. I'm not going to stop now. Yeah, like, so I feel like there's a little bit of like, like I don't think there's as much of a lack of imagination in the gaming world as there is in the film industry because mm. in the film industry yes there are still indie films and stuff but usually what they do is deal with either more gritty subjects yeah. or they deal with more psychological subjects oh they're very artsy oh they're very artsy and they kind of go for the more visual impact than the story yeah. impact whereas i feel like with games there are probably a lot of original ideas out there but people just aren't playing them because like you say i've played this my entire life yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm committed yeah. to that franchise i'm gonna keep doing it and yeah if you i feel like, like there's a lot less lot less kind of open-mindedness amongst I, gamers. I guess I got lucky um, because when I was younger, I got quite a varied selection of games. So mm-hmm. I had like Command & Conquer, which was obviously an RTS game, StarCraft, which was an RTS game. But I also had like Medal of Honor, which was a first-person mm-hmm. shooter. And I had a bunch of games like that. And so now, I can, you know, if I see a game on Steam and I mm-hmm. watch the trailer for it, I'm like, actually, yeah, that looks all right. Download that. Done. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Um, websites like Humble Bundle help. Yeah, that's true. Because it's, you know, 90% of the time, it's games I've never heard of or anything. Yeah. I, I get them. I'm like, you know, that looks half decent. I'll install it. Yeah. I'll play it through, whatever. It's and a like lot that, of the time, though. they are quite they're yeah. they're quite fun games. Like, some of them are really good. Yeah. Um, the, there is something to be said for that in terms of expanding people's minds. Over mm. And, like, the thing is, you could, like... Well, like I say, I get it for the games that were made yeah. for, like, the PlayStation 1, for example. Yeah. Or even early PC games, you know what I mean? Because the graphics were pixelated and they were awful. Um, and there was only so much... Like, with the first Warcraft, I remember, you couldn't select more than one unit at a time. Really? So now, you know, in RTS games, you yeah. can select, like, whole armies. You could only select one unit at a time. <laughs> it, was, it was horrendously... Fr- and they didn't have a keyboard shortcut. So you like, clicking on... It was horrendous. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't horrendous back then. Obviously, I was playing it through, and I was like, oh, this is really fun. But looking back now, I'm like, I don't know how I'd cope without I'm keyboard shortcuts. I'm imagining, like, you just smashing through a table. Honestly, I don't know how you manage. Like, well, you don't I didn't know any patience. better back then. That's true. This is the thing. You... I was like, oh, create a peasant. Click on the command center. Click on the peasant. And I never played competitively. It was the campaign, and it was me's bits. <laughs> like, yeah. the, the whole thing was one long it's just tutorial. I know you as the person who has the least amount of patience with technology. <laughs> You just have no patience when it comes to technology. Like that's the one it's different with games. part of your life where you're like, if this doesn't work, I'm gonna be angry at it because it should work. You always say that. Like when I'm like, why are you angry? It's like because it should work. Like it should be working the way it's supposed to work. That's not my yeah. problem. I feel like you're like that with games sometimes as well, though. Uh, like when? 
I don't know, like when you when you install some games and they don't like work off the bat and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly, false news. Um, so <laughs> fake news, by the fake. way. It's your fake. News. False news. That's so British. <laughs> false news. False news. Right. Yeah. False news. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. So games like Spyro and Crash and and things like that, I can understand why they're rebooting them. But yeah, when it comes to games like The Last of Us and Shadow of the Colossus, like. They were really, they were tremendously popular games and things like that, but graphics haven't come an awfully long way since then. Yeah. Like, we, we seem to have hit a, a bit of a wall yeah. with graphics where it yeah. was like, okay, like I was playing Call of Duty World War Two yesterday, yes. yeah. and we were watching the cutscenes and things oh, like God. that, and going, could have been, been watching a film. Could have. Genuinely been watching Saving Private yeah. Ryan. And I mean, to be fair, they use real actors to voice the characters and yeah. to and they, motion they, capture they them and all that. Exactly. Um, but that's like as far as we've gotten. Yeah. And I'm not complaining about that. Obviously, and it's a phenomenal achievement. But I mean, what more can you do yeah. once you get to that because, point? Because, like, for example, VR has died a death. Yeah, VR stalled out yeah. a lot. And it's like, that was meant to be the next step. Mm. And a lot of people have realized now that it's actually, the technology is not there yet. So, like, well, I imagine it not will much be else. the next step once they figure it all out. Yeah, but there's not much else, really, to go no. forward for. So I feel like, yes, I understand with games nope, that the are... Yard old enough like like you say or like for the ps1 and stuff like that that does make sense because they would have been probably impossible to just tr- fully transport yeah, without yeah. upgrading the graphics so it does make sense in a, in a way um so it it just makes a lot more sense than the film reboots i guess is what we're trying to say yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's less harmful but yeah. it is very indicative of the times yeah they no imagination just come up with a new game yeah. Which, like you say, people are doing. Yeah. But maybe the big game developers need to look at some of these indie games and think, yeah. these are really popular. Why are they really popular? Yeah. Can we consult with these guys or straight up just steal their ideas like they normally do? Um, or acquire them. Well, that's what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we should know. actually we should do an episode of like indie games that you've seen through Home Bundle and yeah, stuff like that yeah, that yeah. were actually worth playing. Yeah, absolutely. Let's highlight these guys. Maybe we should do like a, month, a monthly like Humble Bundle game review. Maybe. Like, when yeah. I get a new bundle, I'll just be like, right, these are the games we got. This is this, this is this, this is this. But it's I mean, just any stuff... excuse for you to be able to play those games, huh? Any excuse to talk about them, jeez. Yeah, that's true. Um, but but yeah. I think, it, you know, it is worth mentioning that even though there seems to be a lack of creativity in the big mm. uh, gaming companies, yeah, the, there the are so many indie com- companies that are really thinking outside of the box and yeah. using whatever new tech they can come up with or whatever new technique they can think of and they're using it and sometimes to their detriment in terms of they make a game that's maybe visually stunning but doesn't have much to it like oh what was that game that had massive like massive hype about it and then it was actually yes and then it was actually the 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 game itself was kind of crap it was was just the the graphics yeah it was the same thing over and over again because like oh you know it's a procedurally generated universe with the amount of planets you have there's a chance that you can never actually bump into another human player because the universe in-game was the size of the actual universe. Yeah. And the graphics look phenomenal. The things yeah. you could do look phenomenal. Everyone was getting really hyped about it. Um, but then the gameplay was just shit. Yeah. It was like 10 minutes of content just repeated over and yeah. over again. Like and you farm, you build, you farm and fly, yeah. you shoot and farm. And yeah. it's like... And literally it, it lost it lost its, all yeah. of its hype very, as very fast. As soon as it was released, it yeah. was done. Yeah. Like it was dead. You haven't heard about it since, really. Yeah, yeah. And, there's and other games of... have come out yeah. like it that have mm. taken that concept and done it a lot better. Yeah. Um, but, you know, these things happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like one of those indie games that did quite well, although it did seem to die death as soon as it launched with Subnautica as well. Oh, where, Subnautica. like, the 
the betas were probably the most popular ones ever. Like, well, people enjoyed exploring the bugs and things like yeah. that. That's always I, I, that's why I love playing like pre-release games because they're yeah. always so fun to explore. But it seemed like as soon as it released, it kind of didn't have many yeah, more less, people playing it. Then again, it's because there's only so much you can do. Yeah, because even playing through the beta, once it got closer to the release. You could play through the full story, yeah. and that's what happened. It was like, okay, here's the full game, yeah. bug free, blah blah blah. It's like, oh, awesome! I can play it bug free. It's like, I've already played it, yeah. I've built everything, and I mean, people are still releasing mods for it. You get like new submarines really? now and new buildings. Mm. Yeah, and some of them absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, which are really cool. It's what I love about the gaming community is like, mm. if there's a game they're passionate about, they will not let it die. No, that's um, true. But. It's a sign of a game that's still flourishing. Well, there are look, still new of, mods being released. Think of like Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, God. That, the first one was an indie game that came out of nowhere and just exploded. exploded. And then the whole franchise exploded. Yeah. And now there's there's novels about it. They're thinking about doing a film. Yeah. Which would be amazing. I would, I would watch that. I don't I like wouldn't. horror films, but I would watch that film. I wouldn't. It's I scary love as hell. Five Nights at I know Freddy's. the story now through Game Theory. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Pat. But yes, sorry, we'll we'll probably reserve this for a different episode. But if we do, like, uh, you know, you guys let us know in the comments. If we do a, um, a like, monthly mm. what came in the Humble Bundle, what's worth looking at in terms of indie games and stuff indie like that, then let us know. Like yeah, indie game spotlight. Because, you know, there's, there's good stuff out there and we mm. need to be branching out from that. So, yeah. Um, we have... A couple of other updates in terms of stuff that we've discussed before. There's an update, a little tiny bit of an update on the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek, um, where we found out that he's not actually going to be directing it, which is interesting. Um, but he's um, kind of talking to, for some reason, Simon Pegg has become a prominent figure in the Star Trek. And Edgar Wright. Like, and Edgar Wright in the new Star Trek, and obviously J.J. Abrams, but like Simon Pegg. Then he's kind of said that apparently Quentin Tarantino, as much as he's going to put a spin on it, he's very determined to keep the Star Trek alive. So we'll see what he does with that. But basically, he's going to be involved in more producer slash writer. Definitely as a writer. J.J. Abrams said that about the new Star Trek films and look what he's done to them. So Yeah, exactly. So, so we'll see what happens with that. But it's kind of interesting that he's not going to be directing them. So that's an interesting thing because apparently it's the first time that Quentin Tarantino is going to be writing a film but not directing it. Well, so, for the best. Yeah, but we were also speculating whether the news about Jean-Luc Picard coming back could be because of this, because there was apparently a quote from Sir Patrick Stewart who said that he would love to work with Tarantino, which, I mean, Pat, I'm looking at you. I'm angry at you. What's going on? What are you thinking? So it could be that these two are related if we're going to put our suspicious game theory hats on. I really hope not. I really hope not also. Um, So that was one update. What was the other update I had, sweetheart? Uh, You had a few... I guess we'll never know. Excellent. Next episode, I'll give you another update on one <laughs> yep. of the stories we have covered piece before. Piece by piece. We'll catch you piece by piece. We'll actually, you know, write a script for next time. Find that in the next episode. <laughs> also, new Great British Bake Off tonight, guys. So, let's get in the bake stand together. Yeah. Alex is so thrilled. Woo. <laughs> I don't mind Bake Off. I just, I'm it's not, I'm not as invested into it as you are, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Well, it was so they weren't saying when it was going to release. Now it's released. Anyway, so Great British Bake Off, guys, eight eight p.m. tonight, so British time, ten so minutes. about ten minutes time. I'm going to be running downstairs and watching it. Um, and Alex, do we have any random users facts slash good news? You know what? We do. <gasps> what? What do you want first? I want the good news first. Let's flip it around. 
The good news, the governing body of the City of London, the Square Mile Business District of the Capital, has announced that from October 2018 onwards, they will switch to 100% renewable energy. Woo! Uh, renewable electricity as an initiative to reduce carbon emission. Nice! I like that! So, this year... What's the end of this year, they'll be switching to 100% renewable energy. Nice! And that's London's business district, so that's a fairly big deal. Yeah! <laughs> I don't have much faith in this country anymore, but that's a fairly big deal. That's a fairly big deal. It seems like, you know, ever since Sadiq Khan has been mayor of London, it seems yeah, to have he's, turned he's itself done, around. He's done some shit. Yeah. So I'm liking that. I'm liking that. Especially the Trump blimp. That was great. That was oh, good. Trump balloon or whatever Trump, it was called. The Trump baby balloon. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Sadiq, we, we would like to uh, have a giant balloon baby of Trump just flown over London when he comes to the uh, state visit. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> Can I so, be there? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, any... Random uses fact, Alex, apart from the fact that old CRT screens had much less of a delay than current modern screens. Would you like to know why Hershey's Kisses are called Hershey's Kisses? I mean, yeah. Because the machine that makes them looks like looks like it's kissing the conveyor belt. So it kind of dollops them on. It's just not creepy. Alright, shit, I'll do another one. <laughs> it just sounds really creepy. I'm just imagining like this you machine think, kissing this the conveyor belt. Cre- you think this one was creepy? Wait till you hear this next one. The phrase rule of thumb oh, no. is derived from an old English law where they would cut off thumbs. Which stated that you couldn't beat your wife oh, yeah. with anything wider than your thumb. I've heard about this one. I've heard about this one. It's terrible, <laughs> but I've heard about it. What the fuck is wrong with this country? I mean, it's the same law. Like in York, you can shoot a Scotsman with a longbow, can't you? Or something At a like certain that. time of the day, yeah. if he's wearing a kilt, there's some really obscure fucking law for it. <laughs> There's another really obscure law that there's like a town or city in this country somewhere that's still at war with Germany. Oh, no, it was with somebody else. It was Berwick, and that they've recently it. settled it, by the way. Ah, right, they've okay. recently signed the treaty to say they are yeah, no longer they, at war. They never signed the treaty yeah. once the once yeah. World War II ended. Like, no, you know what? I'm taking this to Germany. So, yeah, so they've recently signed the treaty to say that they are no longer at war. But it was Berwick. It was just north of here. Here we go. One random useless derpy fact to cheer you up. The longest recorded flight of a chicken is 13 seconds. No, oh, it's tried so hard. It's like, oh, God, I can't do this. This is what a chicken's like, oh, Terry said. Oh, guys, I'm doing it. I know that's because, like, a farmer stood on top of a barn and just chucked him. Like, yeah, that counts, 13 seconds. Wings tonight, guys? Aww. 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 Do you mind if I chicken wings already prepared? You don't know. Aww. Aww. That's just so cute. I'm imagining that chicken feeling so proud of himself. It's like, I did it, guys. I'm in the world record book, guys. Didn't save him from getting his head cut off. So, Aww. that about wraps it up for today's episode. So, as usual, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagrams. Instagrams. Give us a shout. Let us know you're listening. Yeah. Please, for the love of God. Because Alex is close to giving up this whole thing. Oh, so, I'm please let us know. Burn this house down. Um, hey! <laughs> maybe not. You don't have to be in it. God. I'll leave it when you're taking the dog for a walk or something. With the cats? They'll, I'll let them out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let us know you're listening let us know what you think we should talk about if you want to hear us do a humble bundle mm-hmm. review i'll try and strong arm maggie using the rule of thumb into uh playing, don't use the rule playing of thumb. some video games what i mean if i hit you with this this you know tweezers <laughs> how hard would it i mean it wouldn't hurt that much it would hurt pretty much hard. although they are bigger than the width of my thumb so i mean 
Well, I guess it's the width of the object, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. They'll hit you with like a horse whip or something. Well, um, yeah, that was the point. <laughs> Back on. in the olden days, people weren't very respectful of women. Single. Um, so, yeah. Holler at us. Let us know what you want to talk about. That would be fantastic. Maggie, what else can they do to support the channel? Ah, that was a bright light <laughs> in my eyes. Um, what you can also do is... Seriously, I'm going blind. Stop it. <laughs> you can um, go onto our website. And if you've got a PayPal, no, get your hand off that bloody switch. If you've got a PayPal, you can go to our website, click on the link that says Kofi or Coffee or whatever you want to pronounce it as, mm-hmm. and you can buy us a cup of coffee to show us your appreciation. Please. 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 I want my coffee fix. Maggie's such a basic white bitch. I want she my needs basic it, otherwise Starbucks. she's going to die. Or, I'll, you know what, I'll invest it into a local shop, okay? No, you won't. Please give me a tip. <laughs> Please. Um, yes, so... Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever it's called. Yep. I think it is just Google Podcasts. It is just right? Google Podcasts. Sweet. Well, fuck me, apparently. Uh, find us there and find us on whatever other platform you listen on because we're everywhere. Just like STIs. You can't get rid of us. So you might as well just learn to deal with it. Um, yeah. Live a life of solitude and just listen yeah. to our podcast. It's yeah. fun. Because what, Alex? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. <sighs> no, don't be weird. But not STIs. STIs are not caring. We're not not bug chasers here. Um, So, yeah, that about wraps it up for today's episode. So, thank you all for listening. Mm -hmm. I've been Alex. I've been Maggie. And this was Socially Cause. Woo!